Welcome to the Breaking Through the Noise podcast, a show designed to help you cut through all the static and find the tips, tricks, and encouragement you need to make your business successful. Your hosts are Mark Wilson and Laurel Wright, two entrepreneurs like you struggling and striving to find the pro tips and hacks to be more productive and make more money. Their goal every week is to give you the resources and encouragement that will help you gain an advantage over your competition. So let's not waste any time and get started. Here are your hosts, Mark and Laurel. So, three in a row, Laurel. We can't be stopped now. You are so right, Mark. Although this winter weather and this cold, these cold temperatures are starting to slow me down a little bit. Me too. It's hard to find the motivation. Coffee is, is essential, and the hotter <laughs> the better. Um, so... So tell me this, um, Laura, are you a snowy mountain girl or a sunny beach girl? I think I'm both. Can I be both? Absolutely. Only if you explain why both. Because when I'm in the snowy mountains, I want to be on the beach. And when I'm on the beach, I want to be in the snowy mountains. So basically what I think you're telling me and the audience is that... I'm never satisfied. You're never satisfied. (laughs) But I also think you probably have a good time in both places. Yes, always. Fantastic. Um, today's episode is a is a continuation of the series that we started in the last show about the components of a social media marketing plan. And our topic of conversation today is 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 a topic that I talk about almost every day with clients, with friends, just about with anybody that will listen to me. And and that's about identifying your messaging which I think is the first step in any kind of, of a marketing plan or campaign. Yeah, I think you're right. And as a social media marketer, I see a lot of businesses that don't seem to have a coherent or consistent message in what they're posting on social media or even trying to say on their websites. We're going to talk about that a lot in this podcast, about using story and inviting people into your story, but it's not about how to toot your own horn or tell tall tales. <laughs> tell tall tales. Yeah, (laughs) but you're exactly right, Laurel. Uh, And I'm glad you said that because I want to use you as an example. Uh, And this is just a shameless plug for your group, The Young Fables. Uh, Thank you. But as a songwriter, particularly in the country music genre, the songs you write are stories, right? Right. And you wrote a song a few years ago called Daddy's Girl about your relationship with your dad and it has become one of your most requested songs. Why do you think that is? That's a good question. Um, first of all, that's probably one of my most favorite songs I've ever written in my entire life. And I think that it's probably one of my most requested songs because, you know, it it's the relationship about, you know, me and my dad. And I'm not the only daddy's girl. And, you know, it, it speaks to the daddy's girls, but it also speaks to the dads that have daddy's girls. So I think it just speaks to like a really, it, a broad audience, in my opinion. But I don't know, a, a good story invites the reader or listener into your narrative by engaging with their own personal stories. Um, yeah, we have a documentary coming out later this year, and it's about the songwriting process and the bigger story around it. So stay tuned. Yeah, I'm excited. That that's going to be a a great story to tell. Speaking of great storytelling, so the questions that we have to ask ourselves when we're defining and clarifying our messaging is: 
who are you targeting with your product or service? What are their demographics, age, gender, location, and then any and all characteristics that describe their buying behavior. So we need to understand um, who they are and what they're looking for and how they like to, to purchase products that are, that are similar to yours or your product. A big part of targeting your audience is understanding, and I mean in great detail, the problem that they face that your product or service solves. And when I say in detail, I mean, we've got to understand what their problem is externally. For example, lose weight. Then we have to know how it makes them feel emotionally or intellectually. And in our example, they want to lose weight because they feel unhealthy or unattractive. And then what is the philosophical or moral dilemma this problem presents to society as a whole? In our weight loss scenario, the philosophical problem could be with all that equipment, gyms, and exercise apps out there, everyone should have the ability to be healthy. And I, I just think understanding the problem in detail helps us to position our product and service to address these problems. Donald Miller, who you introduced me to, Mark, of StoryBrand, teaches us that most companies market their product to solve the external problem, lose weight, but that people will buy to solve the emotional problem, feel unhealthy. And the philosophical problem affirms that we're not alone in suffering and we deserve a solution. We're going to break for a few minutes to introduce our new tip segment, that one thing. <laughs> and when we come back, we'll talk more about understanding your audience. Normally, we wouldn't have book recommendations and back-to-back episodes of that one thing because we know that you will order and start reading our recommendations ASAP. Well, we know that's not always true, but when we bring a book to the table, it's a pretty dang good one, and this one is no exception. Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller, a New York Times bestselling author, is my go-to book for marketing messaging, period. It had such an impact in my career that I have invested several thousand dollars over the past few years to be trained and certified to work with my clients using this framework. Don's premise for this book is that every day most business leaders make a mistake that costs them thousands, if not millions of dollars. They don't explain clearly what it is their company does. People buy things because they read words that make them want to buy things. The framework outlined in the book makes talking about your brand simple and effective. Don outlines in this book the seven universal story points all humans respond to, the real reason customers make purchases, how to simplify a brand message so people understand it and act on it, and how to create the most effective messaging for websites, brochures, and even your social media. Don explains some of the ways our brain processes information. That's its main goal, and that its main goal is to conserve calories to keep us alive. So our goal as marketers is to provide the brain with a clear message that it can understand and act on using minimal calories. Sounds complicated, but it really isn't. What it is really are practical principles for correctly answering the question. So... Tell me, what do you do? Whether you're the marketing director for a multi-million dollar company, the owner of a small business, or a politician running for office, 
Building a story brand will forever change the way you talk about who you are, what you do, and the unique value you bring to your customers. You can find a link to the book in the show notes, or if you want to learn more about the story brand framework, send me an email, also listed in the show notes, and I would be happy to discuss it with you. Have a great week until we talk again on That One Thing. Once we identify our customer's problem, we have to let them know that we empathize with them. In our example, maybe you were overweight or you had a health scare of yourself. And in this scenario, this leads into our ability to assert our authority by stating how you lost 50 pounds in 18 months to get your vital stats in line and most importantly, to feel better. Yeah, that's that's a great example, Laurel, um, because it, it takes us through the layers of the problems that our customers face. So, you know, once we create a message that shows that we identify and understand our customers' problems, then we have to understand how they will bene- how they can benefit from our product or service if they choose to buy it to solve this problem. So, it's it's a um, it's listing out you know, just all the different ways that um, our product can make them feel better. For example, let's let's just build on your weight loss um, example that, so our exercise plan solution for them will help them to uh, lose weight so that they can get their blood pressure and vital statistics and cholesterol um, in order. It will help them make them feel more attractive. They will be able to uh, fit into a new wardrobe. Hmm. Obviously, that is for uh, the, the female version of, of our audience, right? <laughs> I mean, maybe both. Yeah, probably. That's my whole. That's my whole reason for um, losing weight. But but anyway, so you list out all those benefits. How when when they take action and, and use your product, this is how it's going to help them. Right. And, and you want to. You want to list as many as you can because those then become becomes content that you use to share to help people, um, you know, to, to paint a picture for them what their future could look like by including your product or service into their into their life. And then on the flip side, then you also have to list out the consequences they will face if they don't use your product. Mm-hmm. For example. In the weight loss scenario, they might not be able to lose the weight they need to be healthy, to get their blood pressure down, um, to to fit into new clothes, to to live a healthy life. And it's a it's a bit of a fine line here, Laurel. Um, we don't want to use these consequences to beat them over the head about, hey, you know, you're 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 an idiot if you don't buy our product. That's, that's <laughs> not the point, right? But we do want to paint them the picture of if you don't take action, this is what it's going to look like. Yep. So that you've got the, the, the positive and the negative. And again, you want the positives to outweigh the negative because you don't want to, like I said, we don't want to beat them to death because, you know, people, you know, aren't going to buy your products 
service, it, it made them feel too negative, too hopeless. You know, like, well, there's nothing I can do anyway. So that's the next step in, in clarifying your message. After we identify our customer, really start to understand the three layers of their problem, and then we outline the, the benefits and the consequences of taking or not taking action with your product. Right. And after we get all this great connection with our customer and their problem, we can't assume that they just know how to get access to, you know, our product or, or service. So we've got to give them a three-step plan that simply tells your customer how they get access to your solution. And using our weight loss example, we love that example today, Mark. Yeah. Uh, the three-point plan could be, you know, click the button for our weight loss program, start eating healthy, exercise regularly, whatever. Yeah, that's a great point. We, we've got to make it easy for people to buy our, our product. And, and again, it's don't assume that they know what to do. Let's, let's lay it out. Let's make it obvious. Um, for example, when you, when you have a sell your product on your website put several buttons throughout the, the home page and throughout the site that gives them the ability to buy now yep that simple just adding a buy now button to your website can increase your sales i mean that gets me every time when i'm shopping online so <laughs> <laughs> wow there is a ton of content that goes into identifying your message and it all seems to stem from understanding your customer's problem and connecting your product to solving their problem. Does that sound right, Mark? Yeah, absolutely. You know, as we learned in the tip segment today, when you, when you put all that content together, you have a narrative paragraph that can provide you with one-liners, taglines, email subjects, email content, blog post ideas, and, and even more. And, and you hit the nail on the head, Laurel. If, if you can understand your customer's problem, in enough detail and layers, when you communicate to your reader or listener, hopefully they will say to themselves, that sounds exactly like me. Mm -hmm. And again, the idea of piecing all this together, we're not going to to methodically walk through step by step the, the content, the messaging that we've written out in this framework and that Don talks about in his book, but we do want to put it together so that we can read it, like I said, a narrative paragraph that makes sense. It gives us an idea that, hey, what we're saying makes sense and, and our customer can read it and it will make sense to them. And, and again, I love that idea. If, if your customer says, that sounds exactly like me, and when I say that, I'm hitting that buy now button as hard as <laughs> I too, can. Me too, me <laughs> too. Unfortunately, I look at the buy now button and I check my bank account yeah, afterwards, which yeah, is yeah. sad. <laughs> Sad. Um, let's see here. Whenever I'm creating social media content, um, it definitely gives me specific themes and even content to create posts that I can invite people into my client's story and I can compel them to take action now or in the future. Um, it takes a lot of the guessing out of what to post when I see, you know, that a lot of people are struggling with every single day. You know, that's a great point to wrap up this episode that, you know, what taking the time to really clarify and understand your messaging and to write it out for yourself, even if you've, you've done that, even if you have a marketing, marketing department that that's their job, work with them on that just so that, again, you've got 
great content that you, you can be using in your consistent messaging, uh, you know, throughout all your social media posts, brochures, website, you know, wherever you're advertising or marketing. Or when one of your potential customers asks one of your employees on the street, hey, what does your company do? They've got an answer right. to that question. So that's a great spot for us to, to wrap up this episode. Remember to check our show notes for important links from our tip segment, That One Thing. And you'll also find our email addresses there if you have a specific question you would like to ask us. Or feel free to, to leave your question in the comments. Next week, we will talk about focusing on a social media platform specifically um, with some really helpful tips and hacks on how to grow your audience on that platform. One, one more thing, Laura, I want to share with the audience. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and you will be automatically updated when new episodes come out. Feel free to share us with your friends and colleagues uh, that might also be looking for ways to uh, become more productive and profitable. Have a great week, and we can't wait to talk to you again next week on Breaking Through the Noise. Thanks for investing a few minutes with us on the podcast today. We hope Breaking Through the Noise will become your go-to resource for growing your business and yourself with our pro tips and life hacks. If you like what you heard, please do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if it was helpful, leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And most importantly, let's get connected. Hit us up on social media. Our links are in the show notes. Our theme music is from The Young Fables. Check out all their work on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. We'll see you again next week as we keep breaking through the noise.